0: Welcome to the Sport Manitoba podcast, hosted by Nolan Cole. Welcome to episode 8 of the Sport Manitoba podcast. My name is Nolan Cole. I'm the digital media specialist at Sport Manitoba. We're podcasting from our Sport Manitoba building at 145 Pacific Avenue in downtown Winnipeg. At Sport Manitoba, we focus on supporting and planning sport programs to promote the development of vibrant citizens, athletes, and communities in Manitoba, We're also the main funding agency for amateur sport in the province with over 65 provincial sport organizations in our building. If you missed any of our previous episodes, each one is available on our website, sportmanitoba.ca slash podcast, or on any podcast app on your phone, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The Western Canada Summer Games are right around the corner, beginning August 9th in Swift Current. Team Manitoba is made up of over 300 athletes, including a young woman who will be competing in rowing at the Games in Saskatchewan, and she's overcome a lot of adversity to get to where she is today. That story's next on the Sport Manitoba podcast. Team Manitoba is off to the Western Canada Summer Games, ready to take on some of the best teams in the country in Swift Current, Saskatchewan, beginning August 9th. Follow The Herd on social media, at Team Toba on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for photos, results, medal standings, stories, and more. Cindy Claussen, Clara Hughes, and Jennifer Jones are just three of Manitoba's long list of female athletes who have shaped our province's sports history. To celebrate their accomplishments, along with several others, visit the Manitoba Sports Hall of Fame's Women in Sport exhibit this summer at 145 Pacific Avenue. Sport Manitoba's Sport Leadership Conference happens October 4th and 5th in Gimli, Manitoba with keynote speaker Cindy Claussen and other prominent sports figures such as Michelle Sawatsky-Koop and Kirby Cote. This event is all about inspiring the next generation of female athletes, coaches and sport leaders in our province. Learn more and sign up at sportmanitoba.ca. 17-year-old Katie Seerhouse is a multi-sport athlete at St. Mary's Academy. She's on the cross-country and hockey teams and also plays soccer outside of school, but her passion is rowing and her dedication to the sport led her to an opportunity to compete at the 2017 Canada Summer Games in her hometown of Winnipeg. This after being diagnosed with stage 3 cancer just a couple of years earlier. Here's my conversation with Katie Searhouse. Katie, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I want to, first of all, congratulate you on being named to, to Team Manitoba for the upcoming Western Canada Summer Games. So you're a multi-sport athlete, but let's begin with kind of how you got started with rowing, a sport that's maybe not as common as some of the other ones you've played.
1: Yeah, so rowing is bro- definitely not a super common sport. I actually got into it in probably spring of grade nine, and the coach, Janine Stevens, came to my, the school that my mom works at, and she was trying to recruit people for the 2017 Canada Games. And she thought that that would be something that my brother and I really wanted to do. So she got me and him into it, and we actually, like, really loved it and got into it. So we both ended up going to the summer games that summer. And my brother quit after, but I just fell in love with the sport, so I had to keep doing it.
0: What – you said you fell in love. What kind of drew you to it? Why did you like it so much?
1: It's different than any other sport I've done before, I'd probably say, because I've done, like, the hockey and soccer where it's, like, a team event. And rowing is a team event too, but it's, like, the racing – And it's just the feeling of the rowing stroke is just so satisfying, in my opinion, yeah.
0: Is it a lot different than canoe-kayak?
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone always says, like, oh, your arms must be so sore from doing the rowing. But it's actually, like, legs and core and shoulders. It's a little bit arms, but more legs.
0: And how, so there's some different combinations, right? There's two, how many girls in the boat with you usually? Is it two, and then it gets up to eight, right? It varies. Yeah,
1: there's, um, there's sculling and sweeping. So there's one oar or two oars rowing. And there is the double or pair, which is like the sculling or sweeping with two people. There's fours and quads. And then there's the eights with the cocks.
0: How f- I mean, it sounds, just watching it and just hearing you talk about it, it, sounds pretty physically demanding. Yeah, yes, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. More so than hockey, and cause you yeah. also play, ho- play hockey, soccer, mm-hmm. cross country as well. So more physically demanding than definitely. The most? Definitely.
1: Yeah. Like the races are 2K long, and it's just like 1K is probably manageable, and 2K just really pushes your limits. <laughs> How easy is it to flip? Um, In smaller boats, it's definitely pretty easy. I would say the biggest thing is hold on to your oars and keep them level. But yeah, it definitely happens a few times. Have you ever flipped? I flipped my first time in a single. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it does happen. Yeah, it definitely happens.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you started rowing in 2017. Two years earlier, you ran into some, obviously, real-life adversity, right? Yeah, for sure. So can you take me back to your grade 7 year and kind of when you found out the news and how it all came about?
1: Uh, Well, in probably spring of grade 7, I was doing my sports, but I was having a lot of trouble with my, like, knees and heels, and they were really hurting, and my stamina. So we went to the doctor, and they referred us to a specialist, And they took blood tests and all that. And then they called back saying that I had really high levels of calcium in my blood. So after that, we went to the emergency room right away. And they did a bunch of tests and found a football-sized tumor on my ovary. So I had emergency surgery three days later. And then probably a few weeks later, it was diagnosed as stage 3 ovarian cancer.
0: What went through your your mind? Did you think about your your sports career at that point? Because sports was such a big... Part of yeah, your life, for sure. right? Did you kind of fear for that
1: aspect? Um, it was definitely just a big like whoa, full yeah. stop type of thing. I like I thought about, oh, I won't be able to finish the soccer season or whatever. But like you kind of have to start focusing on, hey, this is really important. Gotta maybe switch my mindset a little bit and focus on getting better first.
0: And only a few months later, you were cancer free.
1: Yeah, so I had three rounds of chemo.
0: So that whole experience. Um how would you say it kind of shaped you moving forward in terms of you being an athlete? Do you feel like you're you're more resilient now because of it?
1: I think it's definitely taught me to be a tougher person and, like, given me a bigger appreciation for things so I can appreciate, like, hey, I have the opportunity to do this and I'm, like, well and fit and healthy to do it, so, like, why not just go for it type of thing.
0: And it probably gives you – some perspective on it as well right mm. because here you are a couple of years later a part of team Manitoba after yeah. going through that so does that kind of boggle your mind a little bit too when you think about it that way
1: I do think it is crazy that like to think about where i was a few years ago to now it's just a big difference
0: do you find some of your teammates are maybe drawn to you because of the adversity you went through or can you rely on that experience to to help others do you feel
1: I think definitely when people find out they're like, kind of like whoa like you did that and now you're here like So I think it is definitely a thing that people can look up to me in some sort of sense, I guess.
0: (laughs) For sure. Okay, we'll talk more with Team Manitoba rower Katie Seros on the Sport Manitoba podcast after a quick break. Team Manitoba's Mission Staff is a dedicated group of sport volunteers that support our teams in the lead-up to and during games time. They work behind the scenes to make sure our teams can perform at their best with no distractions. Thank you to all the volunteers supporting Team Toba the upcoming 2019 Western Canada Summer Games in Swift Current. Time for a massage? Did you know massages help promote recovery, increase mobility, and help the body adjust to new changes or stress? Book your appointment at Sport Manitoba's Medicine Clinic by calling 204-925-5944. Are you ready to take your health and fitness to the next level? Try personal training. A personal trainer helps you establish realistic goals, set priorities, and stay on track, and you can get started for as little as $15 per session. Contact the Sport Manitoba Fitness Centre team at 204-925-5931 or visit sportmanitoba.ca for more information. Janine Stevens, you mentioned her earlier, uh, one, of your, er, one of your coaches and yeah. kind of one of your one of the reasons you've stayed with the sport so long, right? So can you talk a little about what it was like having an Olympian kind of mentor you and and her impact on you throughout the years?
1: It's been really amazing for sure because to have someone who's rode at that such a high level to say like, hey, I believe in you and like kind of give us tips. Like, you know, she knows what she's talking about because obviously she went to the Olympics. It's just really great because she has been through the sort of experiences that we've been to as well. Like she went to Canada Games when she was around our age, so it's really interesting to see her like in a coaching position now.
0: And is she still coaching you? Will she be at the games?
1: Yeah, she okay. will be coaching us. And
0: your main coaches, yeah. So your schedule must be pretty busy, I imagine, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. especially in the summer when you're you're still in high school, but when you're off school, can you take me through maybe a, a typical day this summer?
1: Uh, yeah, so since schools ended, a typical day for us would probably be wake up at 4.30 and then practice starts at 5.30 in the morning. And then we have row from 5.30 to 7.30 and then we have a little break and then there's a row from 8.30 to 10.30. So, but not everyone goes to that one. The m- mandatory ones are 5.30 to 7.30 and then 3.30 to 5.30. And in the afternoon, we might do like a core circuit or something before we go out in the water too.
0: How do, can you take me through like a practice? What Do you guys do drills, mock races? How does that all work?
1: Um, well, the workouts are kind of divided into categories. There's category one to six. And category six is kind of determined, like defined steady state. So that's like longer pieces of just like at a steady rhythm for a long amount of time. And then cat two or one would be like more sprinting. So we'll do, we'll mix it up throughout the week. So have some cat six come, some cat four cat two. And we'll probably just start with the progression, then you meet at a certain spot on the river, and then you'll just start the workout.
0: And this is all on the Red River? Yeah,
1: this is on the Red River.
0: So the Western Canada Summer Games, how would you say the team is, is shaping up, the rowing team for Swift?: Race?
1: I think we've got a strong team. There's definitely some really strong athletes on our team, and we've been working really hard, so hopefully the results go our way.
0: And what events are you in? Will you be racing in multiple?
1: Yes, I will be racing in the women's pair, the women's four, and the eight.
0: How excited are you for the I'm experience? I'm really
1: excited. I think it's going to be amazing and a lot of fun.
0: And do you have lots of family going?
1: Yeah, my family's coming and they're camping while we're racing, so they're going to come watch too. Right on,
0: okay. So your experience in 2017, because uh, you didn't, you, you thought you might be a spare for that, but then yeah. you ended up being able to compete, right? So that experience, do you feel like... Well, before I ask you that, can you talk a little bit about 2017 and what it was like competing in your hometown? Yeah, for
1: sure. That was really amazing. Um just like getting into the sport and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, you're a spare. Like getting into the training every day, twice a day, it was just really crazy, but it was just super fun. And then having the opportunity to actually race was awesome. And then being in Manitoba, it was just really fun. Yeah.
0: So that experience, do you think it'll help you this time around being a little bit more, ha- having gone to a games and now being maybe more of a, a veteran rower compared to some yeah. of your
1: teammates? Um, yeah, definitely in 2017, I was like, 14 15 and like just got into the sport super new so we were kind of rookies but now i think i'm definitely a lot better and i'm going to be one of the older ones there so i think it'll help me perform better and like i'll have a better idea of what's going on and c- yeah can i'll be better prepared do
0: you follow what how the sport's doing in other provinces like athletes in their provinces are there certain provinces that really do well in rowing
1: yeah, UBC yeah. probably, really? like... Is that because of the ocean? Yeah, I think they typically have, like, they're known as, like, the better rowing team, in my opinion, but the, I think all the provinces are definitely very strong. Okay,
0: so what, what's next for you? Because I read a little bit about your athlete bio, and you mentioned maybe trying to get a rowing scholarship, right, mm-hmm. in the U.S. I believe some of, your, some of the people you met through the sport have already, so how, how yeah. common are those scholarships? Are they attainable?
1: I would say they're a little more attainable for girls than they are for guys because they have to give the equal amount of money to both girls and guys in sports. So they give a lot of guys football money. So, okay. For rowing, I think it definitely it takes a lot of work, but if you have the good ERG score, which is like 2,000 meters on the rowing machine, if you have a good enough score for that, you have a good chance at getting into a university. And so is that your goal? That would be my ultimate goal, yeah. To try to get
0: uh, mm-hmm. a scholarship in the U.S. That's for what that. I'm working okay. towards. Okay. Besides that, so you got the games coming up. You're hoping for a scholarship. Anything else you, on the horizon for you in terms of rowing?
1: Just keep pushing myself and see where I get. Mm-hmm.
0: And lastly, you organize an annual dragon boat race. Yeah. Uh, to raise money for cancer awareness. Did you want to talk a little bit about that and how people can get involved with that?
1: Um. Well, it's every September. There's more tournaments throughout the year, but this is the one that we do. It's at the forks and it's a dragon boat tournament that raises money for cancer research for cancer care in manitoba so we have a team that was named after me like when i went through all my cancer treatment and stuff and we've raised you raise money every year and you participate in the tournament and it's really fun
0: well katie i'm sure a lot of people find your story inspiring so i want to wish you the best of luck at the upcoming western canada mm-hmm. games and, and thanks for coming on
1: thank you so much
0: Thanks again to Katie Searhouse for guesting on our podcast and being so open about her sports journey. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our podcast. It's available anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple, and Google podcasts. You can also find all of our episodes on our website, sportmanitoba.ca slash podcast. Follow us on social media at Sport Manitoba on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you know of somebody who you think would make for a good guest on our podcast, whether it be an athlete, coach, or somebody else involved in sport, you can email me at podcast at sportmanitoba.ca. I'm Nolan Cole. Thanks for listening to the Sport Manitoba podcast.